Hi friends, welcome to Backdoor to Big Brother Podcast. It's a little late because I was expecting to get HOH results sooner than they came, and I still don't have them, so I'm really sorry about that. If I get them like mid-podcast episode, know that, I'll bring them up. So you may notice that I'm a little bit upset, and I think we all are in the same boat here. Warning. Spoiler alert. Janelle just got evicted from the Big Brother house in a vote of 9-2. to I'm not very thrilled about this, in case you couldn't tell. As you know, in the in our long two episodes that we have, I have been supporting Janelle, Janelle all season, and she is gone! And, ugh. So, but before we get into anything that happened this week, because I'm going to go over HOH comps and all, all that jazz, but before we do any of that, I have a voice message, and... The voice message is, like, about, like, weeks one and two. So I'm going to go over those before I get into this week. So everyone, give a warm welcome to our lawyer, loyal caller. I don't know how to talk. Our loyal caller, Brooke. Hi, Michael. It's Brooke. I totally agree with you that the commission is trash for the most part. I don't like Memphis. Don't really care for Cody. Um, I do kind of like Danny, and I even like Tyler a little bit this season. Um, I'm interested to see kind of where they go from here, but I do really hope that Tyler and David kind of stick together, and I don't know, I understand why people are upset about him targeting Janelle and Kaser, but to me it's kind of like, why wouldn't you target them? They're two of the best players, like, to have ever played the game, but I also really love them as well. Janelle I've always been kind of hit or miss with, but I do really love Kaser, and I do like Janelle for the most part. Um, but speaking of Janelle, I was wondering if you saw over Twitter and apparently on the live feeds, apparently Janelle was not wearing her costume, like her star costume for her punishment the whole time she was supposed to and producers didn't say anything and, you know, the players were upset about it. So I was wondering if you saw that like I did. Uh, have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you later. Hi, Brooke. So I think we're on the same page. I recently found out that they're not called the commission and they're called the committee and the commission is like an alliance inside of that the committee. It's confusing and I don't care that much. So we're going to get over it. Um, so yeah, I did hear about Janelle's whole costume thing and Nicole Franzel, of course, complained. Um, that's just what Nicole Franzel does best. That's what I think. She's always, she's always out to get Janelle and the, the, you know, they, they have a feud. So she wasn't wearing her costume, and I actually don't think that is fair. As much as I did like Janelle, I was kind of like, girl, like, put on your costume. And production didn't, like, yell at her. But after Nicole Franzel did complain, she did get yelled at, and, like, she had to wear it more. Um, I don't know why production didn't step in, because they need her in the costume for the episodes to make people believe that, like, she was wearing her costume. So I think it's all just a really weird situation and I'm not on Team Janelle with that one because I think she was kind of resisting, thinking she like knowing she could just get away with it because she's Janelle, and that did kind of anger me. So I don't know what else there was. Oh, um, you kind of liked Tyler, I think you said. Um, I'm not sure. Um, I. So here's the thing: during season twenty of Big Brother, I did not like Tyler. I didn't like level six. I'm never really a big fan of the majority alliance i'm normally a big fan of like the underdogs and stuff like that because i was like a faute fan kind of i'm embarrassed to say it um but looking back on season 20 i realized that tyler did deserve his spot like in the moment i was mad but now that i've like read and analyzed big brother season 20 i realized that he actually did earn his spot and i don't think you can really argue with that so 
honestly, I went into the season having a little bit of hope in Tyler, knowing I probably wouldn't like him, and that's exactly what happened. So I know that, like, I really, I'm not a fan of Tyler at all, and I think he's going to play the same game he did on Big Brother Season 20, and I don't think it's going to go well. He's he's the only one in that committee alliance that is part, that has been part of a big majority alliance in the past. He's the only one there, I think, right? And he, or he's the only one that did it well. He wrote it to the end, and he didn't even write it. He, he led it to the end, and then he came in second, which that's, he should have arguably gotten first. But yeah, so he's the one that knows how to do it well, and he's also doing his final two thing that he did on season 20, and I think he's thinking it's going to work for him. But Bailey, I'm telling you guys, she's going to catch on, and she's going to end him. It's going to happen soon enough. So, um, thanks for calling in, Brooke. I'd love to hear more of your thoughts and what you think. Um, but yeah, the whole costume thing, that was like the main point of your voice message. Very weird situation. I don't know why they didn't yell at her. Oh my god, my finger's bleeding. Um, I'm gonna go get a band-aid. But anyways, <laughs> um, thank you so much for calling in, Brooke. It means a lot. And yeah, I'll see you next week. Or hear you next week. <laughs> So I'm working on making these podcast episodes more organized and neat because my previous ones have not been very organized with the segments. If you're listening on the app Anchor, you know what I'm talking about, how each segment is titled. So I'm going to try and work on that. Um, So we're going to start out with last week's eviction, which we already went over all that stuff. So last week, Nicole Anthony got evicted on a Memphis HOA train, which that was the worst. And then Tyler won a competition And it almost seemed a little rigged for him, but that's very controversial. Like, I'm not going to get too too much into that because I don't know if CBS rigs things. I I mean, I think they do, but I don't want to start anything about that because that's not what I'm here to talk about on this podcast. I'm not here to talk about rigging games, and I'm just here to talk about the game and analyze it. (laughs) So, Tyler won HOH. I went into the HOH kind of knowing um, Janelle and Kaser were getting put on the block, and I was like, well, this is the end. So then he is doing his thing with his big alliance. He did it in season 20. We know we know the drill. He goes to his alliance. He hangs out with them. He does his thing. And his game is, like, identical to what happened on Big Brother 20. I, I can't get over it. It's just so alike that it makes me mad. He's doing his thing with his, like, committee alliance and nominates Janelle and Kaser for eviction with without really any hesitation. Um... That's really all that happened before nominations. Oh, another thing that happened before nominations. I like how they're giving have-nots more screen time. Not like the have-not people, but the concept of have-nots. Because I used to talk to people that like weren't as big fans as I was about Big Brother. And they'd be like, what's a have-not? And like now, everyone kind of knows what a have-not is because it's on tv and i like this new concept where the outgoing have-nots give they create the new have-nots because if i remember correctly in more recent seasons the hoh will just pick have-nots and i like how we're getting like this little like segment of "Ooh, you're the have-nots because it's actually becoming a like i think they want to make it a part of the strategic game now and it's like oh who are you going to pick to be a have-not it's like it's strategy now and that makes me kind of excited. It's just, it's adding another aspect to the game of, like, I don't know, putting people in jeopardy, right? 
and I really am a fan of that. And we're getting less people to volunteer to be have-nots as well, and I like that too. Um, so at this week's have-not meeting, is that what it's called? I don't know what to call it now because we've never had this before. It's very exciting. At this week's have-not meeting, everyone's doing their thing. You're a have-not, you're a have-not, you're a have-not. And then Nicole Franzel, she put on her big girl panties and was like, I pick Janelle because you can't get my name out of your mouth. And Janelle, we all know Janelle. And if you don't, she she's she's a very um i didn't even know the word very explosive house guest she got up she walked to her key bedroom and she came out she in her dr she was being all cool and stuff and she was like i don't think this girl likes confrontation but you know who does i do then she goes up and she goes to nicole and she starts yelling at her and she was like don't think you're so brave and tough and, like, whatever, all that stuff. It wasn't a big fight. I was kind of hoping it would, like, blow up, blow up, because that's always fun. And I was kind of hoping, because I was like, Janelle's probably going home this week. I need her to get in a good fight. This is probably her last season. And she didn't get in a very good fight. Um, It wasn't that exciting. But, you know, it's always good to see a little bit of Janelle yelling at someone. And, I mean, I'll never be upset about it. So, that's that. Um, that's really all, like, I want to talk about more, but I don't know. Um, I'm just going to go over some of the players that I haven't really spoken much about and that I don't plan to talk much about out of nowhere. I'm just going to bring them up. Kevin, I had, like, week one, I wanted Kevin to stay over Keisha. I know that sounds insane, but Keisha wasn't doing anything week one. And now, and Kevin had so much fight in him, and I was like, this is going to be his season. Like, he's actually going to, like, keep playing now that he's been on the block week one. He knows, like, I've got to keep playing. And now he's the big... Um, I'm sorry, I got a call, and then the recording just stopped. I'm back. Um, we're talking about Kevin. He had so much fight in him, and now he just flopped. And I don't, I don't know what's going on, and I was, I'm kind of hoping... I was I'm just kind of wishing Keisha stayed now over Kevin because I thought Kevin was gonna like really be playing the game and he's not at all. He ha- he doesn't have a, even a slight read on the entire house. Another person that I'm probably not gonna talk much about this episode because he hasn't done much this week is Ian. Um, Ian has he's om- not in the same boat as Kevin, but he's he might end up there if he doesn't pick it up soon. Ian is kind of like playing. He's not playing both sides because he's not playing both sides, but he's not playing a side, but he's not. Fl- it's He's in a very weird spot where he's just sitting there doing his thing. He's mainly on the Janelle, Kaser, Devon, Bailey side of things. I'm, uh, that's the vibe I get from him. But I don't I don't I really don't know what he's doing at all. It's, it's he I don't know anything about him. He, I, we haven't seen many like serious drs from him we've seen many just like goofy um i want to hear his read on the house i want to know what he thinks and we're not really getting to see that and i haven't caught much of him on the live feeds and when i do it's nothing much and i watch the live feeds a lot so i really have no clue about ian's gameplay right now um if anyone wants to call in and say and tell me about ian because i have no clue what's going on but I honestly think he's doing good right now because when he, cause he said this most recent episode that he wants to lay low. So maybe it'll get him somewhere. But I think it's becoming that he's laying too low that he might end up 
end up being stuck a floater, and nobody wants that. So I'm excited to see where Ian goes this this upcoming week and what he does, and whoever wins HOH, maybe he'll win HOH. Who knows? Um, I think that's like, oh, yeah, that's all I'm gonna, those are the two main people I don't have much to say about, so I just kind of, I'm gonna go breeze over them, but, so then, let's move on into our next segment, woohoo. So, in the power of veto competition, the players were Janelle, Kaser, Tyler as the HOHN nominees, and then the other players picked by random draw were Bailey, Cody, and Enzo or Memphis? Bailey, Cody, and Memphis. I'm pretty sure it was them. So it's this competition. I don't, in case you didn't watch, I'm just going to go over it real quick. You played in like pairs of two. It was like more of a tournament style type competition. And you like stack, you have to like move your ice cream toppings and like line up, line them up in a certain order on like three different cones. But you can't put your ice cream on the ground. So you have to like transfer it to like other ones to move one piece. It's, it looked pretty difficult and confusing. And then it it's round one, right? Um, It's like, I think Kaser playing in it, he gets knocked out. It's round two, Bailey's playing in it, knocked out. Round three, Janelle's playing in it, knocked out. So then the only people left are Cody, Tyler, and Memphis. And it's like, oh, great. This is, this is real great. And then Cody ends up winning his second competition of the season. He's officially won one HOH and one veto. And this is not a very thrilling moment for me. Uh, I'm sitting here like, oh, well, there is no hope. And then the hope comes through. And it it's looking like, so what goes on? It's a very odd situation because Cody is like, like, there's so much going on. Janelle is like convincing people to like maybe like pull off a back door and take her off the block. And, like, they're actually looking into it. It was such a weird situation, because I don't know why people are just believing Janelle. I mean, I'm happy about it. But people are just, like, listening to what Janelle has to say. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I thought you guys didn't like her. And from watching the episode in the DR sessions, it seemed to be that they were, like, buying what she was selling. Like, it was so weird. I don't know why people, like, had the need to listen to what she was saying. So that's basically it for the veto. Um, Cody, he has this veto meeting and it gets discarded. Um, at this point in the game, in after the veto, the house has just been it's not a mess, but it's not organized. There are so many alliances and the there's so much mess. And Bailey and Devon are I this happened last week I think I just forgot to mention it Bailey and Devon are added into I don't even know what they call themselves it's this weird alliance with them Tyler Memphis like Danny and Cody or something and Bailey and Devon are like low-key loyal to it like they weren't they weren't 100% but like they weren't against it and that worries me because I do not want them putting their trust in anyone on the committee. Because that's embarrassing for Bailey or Devon. I really hope they don't do anything like that. So v- at this point, Vito, no one 
really knows. There's nobody that has a perfect read on all the other house guests. So now, after the veto comp, or before the veto comp, we have Christmas getting her punishment with these star babies. Let's talk about that. A very interesting punishment. I don't think we've ever seen anything like it. No costume, nothing like that. But she gets, like, a stuffed animal of a star, and she needs to, like, change its diaper and stuff. But then she keeps getting more and more and more until she has, like, 20-something. And she just has, they all, they're all crying, and she has to, like, change their diapers and stuff. It's a very odd punishment, but those pillow stuffed animal things looked really fun. And I'm waiting for them to get on the CBS merch store so I can put one on my bed. I really want one. They look so fun, and, like, ah, oh, what a good memory to have. Actually, I don't really want memories of this season that is just, it keeps going downhill. So, Cody discards his power of veto. It's 100% Kaser or Janelle are going home. Janelle is on board to go home. And I'll see you in the next segment. <laughs> Hello, it is now after the veto meeting, but before the eviction. There's a lot that went down at this point in the game. So this is probably going to be the longest little segment that we have. Let's start with Kaser feeling comfortable and not even campaigning because he thinks he's staying. So that went down, and it was like, okay, you do you, Kaser, because I think he, he knew. Kaser, Kaser has a pretty good read on the house. I keep talking about reads on the house because I'm waiting for somebody to get it accurate. Like, last season, David had a really accurate read on the house. Speaking of David, this season, he is terrible because it's like we didn't even get to see him play last season, and now he's here not knowing what he's doing at all he's completely lost it's so bad it's embarrassing to watch somebody considered an all-star and be playing the game that david is playing right now he finds out last week that like tyler well he, tyler tells david last week that davon wanted to flip the vote against david I think that's how it went down. And David was like, ooh, okay. Then he runs to Bailey, Devon's number one ally. And he runs over to her and goes, oh my god, I think Devon wanted to... Obviously, Bailey knows all this because she was aligned with Devon. They are on the same page. I don't get what David is doing. And then, of course, Bailey... She doesn't want anyone to go through what happened to her on season 20 where lies and confusion was spread and that ultimately led to Bailey's eviction on BB20. I don't know if any of you watched that, but if you did, you know what I'm talking about, how Bailey and the hacker competition and it she didn't actually win it, but there were lies spread about her and rumors and it led to her eviction. And I think she's really trying to stop that from happening to anyone else. So she's trying to keep as much truth as possible as she can in this house. So, Devon, he, she goes, you need to talk to Devon. So, David and Devon are sitting down. He's telling Devon everything. And Devon, you can tell, she's like, who is this kid that just walked on to All-Stars? Why is he here? And it's, she's just, like you can tell she's just confused. She's like, who let this kid come on to All-Stars, because it's very odd. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing. And, like, I'm not going to lie, weeks one and two, 
I had so much hope in him, and I was like, David could pull through this season. We don't know how he's played, and on season 21, when he was in Camp Comeback, he had a pretty good read on everything, and so I actually did have a lot of hope going with in him going into the season, unlike a lot of people, and he did this, and I'm just like, what are you doing right now? Like, I really thought he could have been an all-star worthy house guest, but he's not proving that at all. He's making really rookie mistakes, and it's because he's a rookie, and he can't really do anything about it, but he he should have learned last season when he was watching a bunch of people play the game because he, he was watching it all go down in person, and I, you would have thought that would help him out a little bit, and it's not at all. So he's doing that, literally blowing up Tyler's game for some reason, and now Tyler's all upset, and he's like, maybe I'll put up David, but that never happened. I think he, he was thinking about putting up David and like taking off Janelle or something, Obviously, that wasn't going to happen. That was all just, like, part of the CBS edit, trying to make it suspensible. <laughs> then we have Danny being the villain herself. I'm not rooting for her. I know a lot of... Not a lot of people are, but I think people are going to lean towards her just because they lost Janelle, and Danny's the... Clo- she's, like, the the dollar store version of Janelle. That's how I see her. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Danielle, she's trying to be a villain so hard this season. And my issue with that, I love villains on Big Brother. I I love them. I love just seeing them blow up people's games. I find it so fun, right? But then I see people like Danny, and she's like a wannabe villain in the past. Don't get me wrong. Not the queen of Big Brother, but a pretty famous Big Brother player. Janelle holds the spot as queen of Big Brother. Danny, she... She's doing her thing, you know? She's been a villain in the past, and she's trying to do that again. But she's not making any villainous moves. And if you want to consider yourself a Big Brother villain, especially on an all-star season, you gotta prove yourself. No one's gonna take your word, Danny, Because right now, she's stuck in her majority alliance, sitting pretty, acting like she's running the game. But Danny, meanwhile, you're not doing anything. You're literally in the same boat as Kevin. You're just in an alliance. I don't know what's going on. Why she thinks she's, like, the hot stuff in the house. And, like, like I bet you she's going to take credit for Janelle's eviction that happened tonight. But I don't know why. Because she think, she just thinks she's this villainous person. But she's not at all. Ugh, I don't under... It doesn't make sense to me. That's That's all. Then, also, after the veto, before the eviction, we have Janelle campaigning so hard, and this hurt me to watch. Every day, I'd tune in the feeds, and I'd see Janelle talking Gabe, and she's like, please, I'll make this deal with you. She worked so hard to stay in the game, and she was really close to getting what she wanted. And then, overall, we know the results. But Janelle, let me tell you, she worked really hard. She made deals, and she really got a, almost got a lot of people on board, and it it was really sad to watch because she was really trying so hard because it's week three, and you're Janelle, and you're on a, your second All-Star season and your fourth season total. It's a big deal, and it, it was just so upsetting to watch her like work so hard because it's week three, and I it, it really hurt. <laughs> 
Um, I think that's all that really happened at that point in the game. So I'll see you at my eviction going into week four segment. Hello. So um, at this point in the game, it is time for the eviction. And there are still no new alliances. It's getting to the point in the game where it's kind of late to be making alliances. Lines are clearly drawn in the sand and we all know about it. It's time for the live vote and eviction. And they show Nicole... Nicole Franzel and her hair. Oh my god. All I have to it was a little messy. If if you know, you know. Her hair was it was a little messy on the live eviction. And I recommend you watch because you'll get a good laugh. I mean I'm not kidding. Me I was watching it with a friend and we were like, huh, what did what did you, what did who let who on production let her do this? But you know, you do you, Nicole Franzel, I'm not gonna judge you. You do you. It's time for the eviction. Janelle, well, Kaser is not dressed up. He's in his workout gear. Janelle is all dressed up. Her red bottom, heels on. She's ready to go. She's in her, like, fancy cocktail dress. And we're like, okay, Janelle, we see you. Like, whoa. Um, It's time for the vote. And they show the first three votes before, and then they cut to commercial. So the first three votes that we got were... Enzo, Danielle, and Devon. I'm, I want to say Devon. That might be wrong. I'm pretty sure it was Devon. Because we got Danny first. I'm sitting here like, well, this is the end of Janelle. I'm like, ugh. So I'm, it's happening, right? Danielle goes, I vote to evict Kaser. And I was like, huh? Huh? So I, me and my friends, I had two friends here. We got up and we started screaming and we were like, oh my god, it's happening. Janelle's staying in the house. Oh my god, the flip, the vote flipped while feeds were off. Oh my god. Devon walks in. I vote to evict Janelle. And we were like, no, 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 not Devon, not Devon. This can't be happening, not Devon. Then Enzo walks in. I vote to evict Kaser. And we were like, yes, it's happening. The vote actually flipped on the entire house. And you see Janelle's face light up. I'm not Janelle, Julie Chen's face light up and she's like oh my god wow like you know you know janelle Jan- why do i keep calling julie chen janelle you know julie chen is excited if janelle stays in that house because you can tell she's rooting for her it cuts to commercial me and my friends are freaking out we're like oh my god oh my god janelle's actually staying in the house this week this is crazy the biggest flip and then it ends in a nine to two vote with janelle walking out the door i'm not I'm not kidding you guys. I have such a I have an unhealthy emotional attachment to Big Brother in case you couldn't tell. I cried. I like my eyes were watering as she got up and started to walk out of the house. I was so sad to watch Janelle get evicted and I was just waiting for the twist to let her back in the house to be announced and the twist didn't happen. And I was like there's no way. There's no way. Anyways, you might be wondering, what were Enzo and Danny thinking when they voted to keep Janelle? They're on the other side of the house. They don't want her here. So, they threw they threw these votes. These are not the way they actually wanted to vote, because if you're new to Big Brother, you're probably very confused. These are just votes that they're going to throw on people. So, although Danny, Danny and Enzo both voted to evict Kaser. They're going to act like they voted to evict Janelle, and they're going to tell everyone 
that Bailey and Devon voted to evict Kaser. And now they're going to try and throw targets on Bailey and Devon's back for not voting with the House. That's exactly what is going to go down this week if one of them gets in power. And bet you w- I will bet you, you will see Bailey and Devon sitting on the block right next to each other. And that is going to hurt so much. We're getting the good ones picked off one by one. And also, I would just like to chime in real quick on the fact that the first three evictions of this whole season have been female evictions. And that's very shocking to me because normally the house will try to even it out a little bit more right? Like, they normally want an even male-to-female ratio, but that's just, it's not happening right now. And especially if these votes are getting pinned on Bailey and Devon, we're gonna lose another female this week. Very, it's all such a weird situation, everything going on. So, that's the overall week as a whole. So, um, I'll be back with my rankings in a few minutes. Well, a few minutes for me, but real quick for you guys. Hello, and welcome to my final segment, my week three rankings of Big Brother Season 22. Starting in 13th place, because there are only 13 house guests remaining. Um, 13th place, I've got to go with Danny. I think that she thinks she's playing an iconic game and it makes me so mad because there's nothing to it that makes her game iconic right now. And it she doesn't have a strong game and that's all I see it, to it. Twelfth, Nicole Franzel. She simply did not do much this week. And it's not that she was just mean to Janelle and that, like, I'm not, like, that type of person. But I just think that she has been very whiny all season. She cried, like, night two because she was tired. Like, I'm sorry. I I don't put up with stuff like that. I'm not, like, I'm not a very emotional person in that way. Like, I don't really cry over, like, I mean, I say I'm, like, not an emotional person while I cried while Janelle got evicted. But I'm, like, I don't know. I can't put up with that. Like, I don't cry when I'm tired. How old is she? Six? Stuff like that makes me mad. Moving on. Number 11, we have Memphis. I think we know he just, I don't like the game he's playing. He's playing Kaser right now. It used to be he was playing Janelle and Kaser, and now he's just playing Kaser because they're all going to him with info, thinking that he's on their side. Meanwhile, he's part of the committee and giving everyone on his alliance info. Tenth place, I have Kevin. Kevin is simply not doing anything all season long, and I didn't even know where to place him because I was like, this boy is not doing anything. I don't, like, this, I'm just going to give this kid 10th place. I don't know what to even say about him. He's just floating. That's all. Number nine. Um, David, he, he's not playing. Either. He, I mean, he's trying to play. He doesn't know how to. That's the issue. He can't play Big Brother with these all-stars that have played more than once before. Because now this is his first time playing, and it's just like, what is going on? <laughs> Eighth place, we have Tyler. I'm currently mad at Tyler for evicting Janelle and putting up Kaser in the first place. And I don't like how he's playing the same ga- game he did on season 20. I get why he is, but I don't like it. I want to see something new from Tyler and I don't like him just using the same strategy that brought him to final two two years ago. 
again. Seventh place, I have Cody. Cody's getting a little better, I'm not going to lie. As much as I don't like him, he has been playing a good game, and I have to see that. He, his game isn't like, it's not like an amazing game, that's why he's in seventh. But his game has been getting better, and I'm pretty proud of him. Sixth place, sixth place. this is the upper half of my rankings. I have Enzo put up there. Because I think Enzo could potentially join Devon and Bailey. I see it. He's been bonding with them on feeds. And I really want to see this happen. I, I need it. I need it so badly. I need him to join them. Because then we can have a good half of the house on the side I like. <laughs> Fifth place. These are... No, no, no. Not yet. Fifth place, I have Christmas. I don't know why, but I was talking to this, talking about this to my friend as well earlier today. Christmas is on like the side of the house that we are both not fans of the committee type side, but I have this. We both have this weird like hope in her that she'll flip on her alliance and join Bailey, Kaser, Devon, Ian type thing. I don't know why. I hope she does. I would love to be able to root for Christmas. Because I've never done that before. Rooting for Thanksgiving. Fourth place. Ian. He. I don't know where he stood on my rankings last week. Probably around the same spot. Ian isn't doing much. He. But. I think he has a lot of potential. He has the mind for Big Brother. He knows how to do stuff. And I think it's going to get him far. And he's going to keep doing what he's doing now. Until like Jerry. As much as it angers me to see somebody like kind of float till jury, I think it's going to work out for him because I think he's going to get to jury and then he's going to really start playing the game and make big moves and take out those big players when he gets it, when he hits jury and then he'll have good jury management because he's the type. Third place, we have Davon. I had this is mainly because I had so much hope in Davon. And she kind of failed on me. I was expecting more Big Brother 18, Big Brother 17-esque Davon to come back. And she didn't. That's why she's not as high up, I say, as she's in third place. Oh my god, I was just touching a bug. I apologize for my shock right there. Um, oh my god. So, Davon's there. She, I'm happy she's working with what was it Bailey though and I think Bailey is going to help her out and she's going to help Bailey out and it's going it's going to work well for those two second place I have Kaser um so we know I'm sad Janelle left but after much thought it was probably the better situation that Janelle left because they're not going to be after Kaser as much as they would be Janelle they're going to be if Janelle was there they'd be after her week by week Kaser there not so much. They're not going to be constantly at his throat. And I think he's in a really good position. Even though he just lost his number one ally, he'll have Ian, Davon, and Bailey to fall back on this week. And that final four, I think it's going to get formed. First place, we have Bailey for this week because Bailey is killing it. I love how she's trying to protect her, her friend, Davon, from what happened to... Bailey, she's pr trying to not recreate what happened to her, but she doesn't want it to happen to Devon. And I love Bailey's game. I think she, out of everyone, is one of the people that has the best reads on the house next to Memphis. I think he's pretty high up there too. 
on my best reads poll, <laughs> not poll, ranking, I guess. She, I think she's just in such a good spot. And when Danny eavesdropped through that door and was listening to, like, Davon and Bailey talk about, like, how they're playing both sides, she only heard what Davon was saying, so Danny could easily think that Davon is the only bad one. And Bailey's just, I think Bailey's doing really good, and I'm very proud of her. And she's she's gonna go far, and I, I feel it. So yeah, that's my rankings. Um, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of my podcast. So I want to hear your thoughts. Please call in. I'd love to have something to like get me going on. You know, I I want to hear other people's opinions because then I can actually talk about it. Thank you, Brooke. Um, I I want more than just one call. Thank you. And call in. It's it's pretty easy. You just download the app Anchor if you're not already listening on that app. And if you just find my podcast through the app Anchor, you can. Just send in voice messages and then I can throw it in next week's episode and respond to you. So, yeah. That's all. Um, I'll see you next week or talk to you next week. <sighs> Let's hope someone pulls through with this HOH. Let's check social media one last time to see if we know who won HOH. It doesn't look like we know yet. Um... Oh, this is very annoying. I want to know so badly who won this HOH comp. Uh, yeah, anyways. I'll see you next episode, or next episode, yeah. When I'm most likely ranting about how much I don't like the committee. Or how much I'm loving season 22 and how it's getting so much better because Bailey's the new HOH and she just nominated Memphis and Cody and now one of them is going to go home. That's what I'm hoping I'll be saying next episode. Odds are I won't, but I I can dream, okay? See you next time on Mike Hates the Committee and Loves Bailey and Devon and is sad Janelle went home. Goodbye. And we like Kaser. Sorry, I forgot to mention that.